Coming up on BYU Basketball with Dave Rose, the Cougar Hoopsters keep on rolling. BYU's win streak reaches five games with Utah coming to town. The head coach of the Cougars is here in studio along with point guard Jashir Hardnett as BYU Basketball with Dave Rose starts now. From 40 feet! It's not easy to win games, and I think this team is doing pretty well, but uh, we got a lot of improvement to do. Short rebound to Elijah Bryant. Leaking is Haas, and Haas will drive it and dunk it! You got it! Baker drives, blocked from behind, and the Cougars come away with it! Childs and Bryant combined for the block shot. This is BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. Presented by Siegfried and Jensen, live from Studio C in Provo, Utah, with your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo, Utah, for our weekly visit with Dave Rose and special guest tonight, Joshir Hardnett. Great to have you again with us. And good to have the fans here with us in the studio. See who join us every week. It's easy to get your free seats. Go to BYUcougars.com slash Rose Show and you're in. Even if you're not in with us in studio, we invite you to be a part of our show by submitting questions for the coach and our player guest. Just use the hashtag Rose Show. Later in the show, we'll be asking your questions for Dave and Jashir. I'm joined by the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose. And uh, coach, since this show debuted two weeks ago, you haven't lost a game yet. Just keep this thing rolling, right? Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> I think the, uh, the floor here is I, I make a comment every week about the floor because I, I like this. We actually need to play on this floor. Greg. <laughs> it's our lucky floor. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Five wins in a row and counting. And uh, you guys kept it going last week with a, a home game and a neutral court game. Illinois State was your first game uh, of the week. You had Weber on the weekend. We'll get to the Wildcats. And this Illinois State game kind of came in a, in a funky spot for you. It, it, all these in-state games, and it's right in the middle and a really tough team you brought into the Marriott Center. Yeah, and our guys really played well in the first half. I, I, I thought that we really we had them scouted well, and, and our, our guys were really dialed in. Um, you know, the second half they got you know quite a few things rolling a little bit on us, but uh, we were able to execute well enough to to win the game. And I thought that uh, you know we had a lot of guys play well in that game, which was good to to set up the, you know, the weekend matchup with, uh, with Weaver State. And you shoot a number like that, 53%, you're going to put yourself in a good spot most weeks. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it, they, they zoned a lot, especially in the first half, and, and, uh, and you know, uh, TJ got himself rolling, uh, hit a few threes, and Elijah and Yoli were kind of just how they've been almost all season long. So uh, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, I really like the way these guys – prepare and get ready for games. I think for the most part, our, our first halves have been really, um, you know, pretty impressive. Trying to continue that uh, over the course of, of the second half is, is probably our challenge, probably our biggest challenge. And we'll, we need to do that in a couple ways, uh, get more guys in there so maybe we can decrease some of the minutes. And, and we, we lost Dalt, you know, after the Illinois State game. And so that uh, was a challenge for us. But our guys be able to uh, rally and, and, and get through that second half at, at Weber State and get another win. Since you've been the head coach, uh, BYU's win rate, when you guys lead at halftime, is in the high 80s. It's a really good number. You mentioned Dalton there, and at some point in the Illinois State game, he gets stepped on or something, and uh, it didn't take too early the next day, I guess, till it really started to show up on him. Yeah, and he actually made him through most of practice, where it was sore, but not 
you know, just like someone was stabbing him with the with the uh, ice pick, which is what what it ended up feeling like mm. by the end of the practice. And so then they looked at it and got an MRI. It's still a little bit iffy to see what what his time frame is going to be. They're still trying to have it settle down a little bit, but. Uh, and I don't really know exactly what the the description of the injury is, but it's uh, it, it's something that we're concerned with, and hopefully we can we can get him back as soon as possible. And as it turns out, most of your injury losses in the last few months have been in the front court with the bigs. Yeah, my goodness, it, it seemed like when we were, you know, practicing early in the summer, we, we we'd break up the the post and perimeter, and the whole team would go to the you know the one end where all the post players were, and and now it it, it seems like you know we've actually got one of our our practice players that's, uh, you know, getting a lot of reps with our post guys just so that we can function in practice. Now, so that, mean, that means you were shorthanded going into the Weber State game, and then before the game you find out they'll be a little bit shorthanded too, and you've always talked about the dynamic when, when a team is down, important players, how that team will respond. Yeah, you know, individually each guy kind of, you know, takes a different role. But what, what happened in this game for us was that their two big guys were out and they went really small, and we haven't played really small all year long and without two big guys on the floor. And, and so you know, that's when we had lineups out there that we hadn't really had a lot of minutes with, with McKay and Jasheer and Eli and TJ all at the same time. And, and so that, uh, you know, that, that kind of stretched us out, uh, and they had two or three guys that really came in and played really well in, in the, as replacement players. And so... Um, really happy to get out of there with the win and, and know that uh, you know we have, have a week now to prepare for our next opponent. But uh, uh, that was that was pretty you know pretty stressful week trying to get uh, both those games after a really big week the week before with two big road wins. So you've, you've still never lost to Weber State, which is an amazing thing. A pretty it's, it, I mean it's a great run because yeah. they're a really good team. And every, and every time you actually say that, great, it, it makes I, you I, nervous. I know it bothers you. I, I kind of feel that. it somewhere right back in here. <laughs> You know, I've so, got to learn my lesson yeah, one of these uh, years. Yeah, Gosh yeah. darn it. <laughs> well, uh, we, saw, we saw the graphics there of T.J. Haas. He has a 20-point game in the first week, a 24-point game in the second week. A real nice breakout week for T.J. that we kind of sensed was coming, right? I mean, Well, I mean, T.J. is a really good player. And, yeah. uh, you know, the people are going to continue to, um, you know, really try to take him out of his game. But I thought this week he was just really patient. And, uh, and then when he had those opportunities, he was just really good at it. He spends a lot of time at his game, not only – out on the court physically working on it. We had TJ in studio here last week, and you got a little feel for his personality. He's extremely competitive, and, uh, and he, he, you know, he feels a lot of uh, weight of the success of our team. And so uh, I'm glad that uh, you know, he was able to play really well, and hopefully that just continues as his confidence grows. He was in the mix for a WCC Player of the Week honors. There were some nominees. He was among them. Uh, Jock Landale had a massive week for St. Mary's and took that award. You know, that, that's, that's a real a real interesting award that they give out every week because, you know, obviously, you know, his numbers were good enough to be player of the week on probably 80% of the weeks. And sometimes, you know, you get knocked out of there because, uh, you know, a guy has three games in a week or just has an unbelievable game himself. So, uh, you know, I'm not a real big individual award guy in the middle of the season. And uh, what I know personally is that uh, he was a player – Player of the week for for us, along with three or four other guys, because we got a couple wins. Yeah, well, good for TJ and for the Cougs who will win their fifth straight game after that Weber State game. Well, we're taking our first break for segment in the books. As we do, we want you to know that you can still enjoy that full hot breakfast buffet, dinner Monday through Wednesday, a kitchen in a large grassy backyard along the Provo River Trail, all at the Residence Inn Marriott in Provo. We come back. 
We'll look ahead to the Utah game and an otherwise also special week for the BYU basketball program. BYU basketball with Dave Rose continues from Studio C. BYU Basketball with Dave Rose is presented in part by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. And by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. All right, so we are back with BYU head coach Dave Rose as BYU this week concludes a five-game stretch that included four in-state games sandwiched around that tough out-of-state foe. And more about this uh, win streak, Dave, so far so good here. We kind of look at it as a five-game run, starting with the, the UVU game, ending with the Utah game this weekend. Yeah, and it, it's really – and you throw even a weekend before that in Brooklyn Back for in two, East, two yeah. games. And, and, and it's just uh, – it, it's been a tough run on the guys, I think. Um, but winning makes it a little bit easier. And I, I think that uh, – um, you know, the the fact that uh, you know and, and you know most of the the games have been you know pretty close. I, I think the game at, at, at Utah Valley is the one game that you know kind of got away uh, you know from them. We, we we played extremely well and they had a hard time making you know making shots in that game. But uh, I I really I mean I look forward to this weekend. A lot of reasons. One is because it's a big game with Utah. But another reason is that that stretch of our schedule is 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 over and it's it's an emotional. Uh, stretch not only for the coaches but for the players and and uh, there's so much familiarity with the teams and we you know it, it, there's so many backstories besides just the game itself that uh, the fact that we can get through this and uh, you know well, I mean obviously we're going to win most of them but we, we got a big one on Saturday to try to finish it off. You've played a bunch of good teams this year already. Safe to say maybe that Utah's uh, the best team you've seen since Alabama back in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean their their size, their physicality, their uh, you know how they run their stuff. They're really uh, uh, balanced. They've got a really good inside presence. Uh, their guards are all capable of uh, you know having 25, 30 point games. So. And I think they're playing a little bit faster this year. They've always been a team that's shot late in the in the shot clock. And from what I've seen most uh, uh, on film so far is that they shoot a lot of shots in the top half of that clock. So um, and maybe Larry, you know, has changed a little bit and decided to speed that thing up. But we'll see. Uh, this game will be, you know, extremely uh, uh, competitive. And, and you know, I, I'm just glad the game's back on again. Right. It, it was a long. Uh, a couple of years, and, and you know, there's so much that goes on and is said back and forth. And we, I mean, we don't have to play Utah to have a really successful basketball program here. Uh, but it, it, it's just good to be able to have the, the people in the state of Utah to have their two premier teams play each other. And that's no knock to anybody else, yep. but it's just a fact. And so, uh, you know, hopefully we can continue playing. So it is back on. You mentioned the, the backstories, and some of them contributed to the, to the game not being played last year, but it is being played once again. And what's your perspective on, on the resumption of this thing that is so longstanding? Well, it's, uh, what's amazing is so longstanding, and we're going to play this game with maybe three or four literally, total players literally, that have yeah. actually played in the Utah-BYU series. Right. So kind of starting from scratch here and, uh, you know, hopefully you know, going to get off to a good start. Well, it's so much so that none of the Utah players have played a game in your building. Wow. Yeah. Which is kind of, normally BYU and Utah, somebody knows somebody or they've played some, but it hasn't happened yet. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, uh, uh, do, have any of our players played? So Luke Worthington's played two games against okay, so Utah, one, one here, one there, there, and Zach Selyus has one game there. So there's one guy yeah. who's played a game in this building out of, on both rosters. And that's Luke Worthington, so. yeah. 
you know, it, uh, things changed. Uh, we, we obviously know that from, you know, six or five or six years ago. And, uh, but this, this is still a very popular, um, you know, game within the state. And, and hopefully we get a lot of fans out, and it's a, it's a good game. Now, usually this time of year when you have the one-game week, it's finals week. And the schedule's a little different this year in terms of when the exams start, but it's still roughly that time of year when it's time to hit the books and get ready for finals. Yeah, I, I had the guys an informal poll yesterday in the locker room and said, okay, how many uh, feel like you're, you know, right on target, you know, as far as all, all your class is concerned? No one raised their hand. Oh, okay, how many feel like <laughs> you're a little bit behind? And one guy raised his hand, and I go, well, what's the rest of you really behind? <laughs> they all raised their hand. That's a comforting yeah. feeling for the head coach. <laughs> yeah. But it is that time of year, though, There's isn't it? There's a lot going on. Yeah. I, just, I just, you know, left my office and the lounge right next to uh, my office where, uh, the kid, the students have study hall, uh, and there's about eight of them in there tonight. Good. So there's a lot Good. going on. Good place to be. Yeah. Now, uh, what doesn't change this time of year for this week is uh, is BYU basketball's involvement in a really important charitable effort. It used to be called the uh, Children with Cancer Christmas Foundation. Now it's the Max Gift Organization, and this is the week when you help take care of a lot of kids and their families here in this valley. Yeah, it'll, it'll be uh, it'll be a fun night. It's tomorrow night, and uh, there we you did, are. We did our shopping. shopping on Monday, and it's it's fun to actually show up there at Walmart in the morning and, and see the whole group of people that we haven't seen for quite a while. And we've been doing it for years, 20-plus years so, or so. And uh, so the toys are all bought, and they'll be distributed tonight. And then the party is, is tomorrow at, uh, you know, at New Skin. They're, they're, it's a tremendous venue. We've, we've had about eight, seven or eight different venues uh, you know, over the years doing this, and this is, is tremendous. And you know, Santa Claus will be there, and there'll be 67, 68 families with – at least one child that has cancer, and, and they're all their siblings and their parents. And so the one thing our players really you know, uh, enjoy about this is the interaction with the kids, and uh, it's just an, a, a fun night. But uh, then I think they have an opportunity to really realize how, you know, how tough it is for some people and maybe how good they have it, and, and they can you know, really make a commitment to try to serve others. And I... I think over the years, you know, I get, I get a lot of phone calls at this time for guys that want to come back and be a part of the party, guys that are uh, alumni that have graduated that are here that uh, work in town. And so I think this is uh, something that, uh, you know, Cheryl and I, we, we've done this for a long time. And, and really, uh, you know, Cheryl was the actual, uh, what, what, what do you call it, the chairman of the, of the party for years. And uh, we got really close to a lot of these families, and a lot of those families are now actually helping uh, as volunteers. So it's a fun thing and something that we really look forward to. Well, the gifts have been bought. Uh, people can donate this week or any week if they go to maxgift.com. There's a donate tab in the upper right hand uh, side of the page, and you can uh, you can donate to the. And foundation. we're always we're always looking for you know a little bit of uh, uh, financial support to, to help us you know make this work and. Uh, I do know that uh, the stories over the years from parents who, whose children have had cancer and then they've kind of beat that and gone in remission and they reminisce back about the times and what this party did for their family. It's pretty touching. Well, it's maxgift.com, M-A-C-S-gift.com in honor of Mac Boyder. Uh, and so go there, maxgift.com. Coming up after the break, we've got uh, Jashir Hardnett with this coach, and he's been a steady hand as your starting point guard last number of games. really has, and he's been a great addition to uh, our team and our group. And this will be really fun tonight to listen to Jashir talk because uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get a lot out of Jashir. He, uh, 
Well, so his teammates might say, once oh, yeah, you get yeah. him going, that, you can't. That's right. Yeah. Once you get him going, yeah. it's, it's impossible to stop him. But once <laughs> trying to get him started, that will be your challenge. All right, that's my challenge. I accept that challenge. Yeah. Utah Community Credit Union helps people make smart decisions every day. At UCCU, you can get a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit and lock in that low rate for 10 years with absolutely no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. After the break, yes, Jashir Hardnett joining us here in Studio C. This is BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. With four and with three, Hardnet for three, and that's good. Front court gets all the way to the rim. Joshua running in. Joshua will float it low to Yo, and it's an alley-oop. Stripped by Joshua Hardnet. He's out on his own and lays it off the window with a left hand extended. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Dave Rose, with your host. The voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside Studio C at BYU TV. For more BYU basketball with Dave Rose, catch the show every Tuesday evening on BYU TV and BYU Radio. And use hashtag Rose Show for a chance to see your question asked during our Q&A segments. Alongside head coach Dave Rose, I'm Greg Rubel. Joined now by a new addition to the BYU basketball program this season. Let's bring him on out. Sophomore point guard, Joshir Hardnett. Good to see you, Josh, here. Nice shirt. we twins today. Yeah. <laughs> the sticky mat, a new addition to our broadcast. Thanks, thanks for checking in properly, Josh. That was good. So, uh, Josh, you come to us to BYU by way of Gulfport, Mississippi, with a couple of stops in Florida, most recently at uh, Chipola Junior College. Can you give us some insight into growing up in the city of Gulfport? What was that vibe like for you growing up? Oh, it was good. Um, down south is different. Uh, it's a lot to do, a lot of woods to go play in. So <laughs> <laughs> that was mainly a lot of stuff we did was like being in the woods and doing all type of stuff like that. Now you are close to the water, obviously, Gulfport, Gulf of New Mexico down there, or Gulf of Mexico, I should say. Uh, and uh, so you're very much by the water. How much was, uh, did, did, did you get out to the water? Was that something you enjoy doing or not so much? Uh, yeah, uh, I started off at young getting in the water. Um, my mama taught us real early that we needed to learn how to swim and stuff. So we started off in the water, but after, like, Hurricane Katrina, my mom kind of didn't want us. <laughs> <laughs> so up to then, I was, yeah. Dave, as someone who's uh, from that neck of the woods, Houston, Texas, and a, a port life close to it, uh, can you relate to Jashir when he says growing up down there is a little little different? It is, it is different. I, you know, I, I, I spent a lot of time in Southern California where the beach was, the water's really cold, and we end up going to the, the, to the beach in Houston, and it was like a, a bathtub, a warm bathtub, but uh, it got cold at home the other day, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it snowed, and I see people outside playing in the snow. That's the first time like, <laughs> since I was like five. <laughs> we haven't, they had snow here. We didn't have any here is kind yeah. of the way it was. Uh, so you took kind of a long and winding path uh, to, to BYU. Uh, you played for a few different programs over the years. Take us maybe from uh, junior year of high school to where you've been between now and uh, then and now. Uh, okay, so I was at Gupper High. I finished at Gupper High. I won a state championship my junior year. Um, my senior year, I decided to transfer to Arlington Country Day Prep in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Um, some things came up with NCAA and the grading system there. So I headed back home so I could make the uh, NCAA eligibility role. Um, so I graduated at Gupper, actually. 
Um, after Gulfport, I signed with Fordham University. Coming out of high school, um, some things and stuff didn't go right there for me. So I was thought my best bet was to leave. And Chipola was a school that, you know, has a lot, a lot of history behind it. And I just feel like I needed to be there with that coaching staff. And, you know, now I'm here. Now you're here. So he mentions that state championship game. We might talk about that a little bit later on, too. You had 30 in that game, right? Yeah. In fact, if you want to just look up Jashir's high school and JUCO video, Dave, you, you've seen it. There's, yeah. there's some good stuff it's, on there. It's really impressive. And, and you've seen just a little bit of, of it here. But, uh, you know, the play against UMass is probably, you know, the biggest play for us from Jashir so far. But there'll be many more like that. He had a heck of a game at Utah Valley, hit a couple big shots. His game at Weaver... Second half was was really good to kind of just when we we're having a hard time, you know, getting things done. He just kind of individually has this knack to to kind of make a play and and either for himself or for a teammate. And and there's a lot of times in a game where you need that. Career high 11 points for Jashir against the Weber State on the weekend. So so when it was time to to choose a college coming out of Chipola, uh, what were your impressions of of your visit to BYU and what kind of swayed you uh, to the Cougars side and and got you here? Um. I just felt like the the program and the coaching staff, what they had, you know, told me and how it was going to be a different piece for the team that they didn't have. So that kind of st- stood out the most to me. Every other school kind of had pieces that I was like, you know, that was just like me. But at BYU, it kind of didn't. So I just felt like that was it. Now, from Mississippi and, and Florida life to living in the mountains, how's that been for you? Oh, it was different. <laughs> I, I first got here, I couldn't breathe that good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, scenery-wise, you can't beat it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice looking at the mountains and stuff coming outside. It was snow only one day and then melted snow the next day. Yeah. Uh, are you living it's, with it's really uh, nice when the snow is up in the mountains? Wait till it comes back down here. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I might be in trouble. Anyway. You have to walk to school. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, are you living with uh, teammates or other people? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm actually with uh, KB, Dalton, and Peyton at the village, yeah. Is, is, that, is, that a, is that a fun apartment to be in? Yeah, uh, Peyton's really not there, but I see Dalton in <laughs> <down> there. <laughs> How's the uh, how's the season going for you? You're a starter now after after coming off the bench as a reserve the few, our first few games. How do you feel things are coming together at eight and two? Uh, I feel like we, we're starting to get a hang of it. You know, um, coaches tell us stuff, and you know, as key as we want to do it our way, but if you break down numbers, I mean, we start to kind of realize. And I mean, I think we're getting a, a feel for everything now. And and Coach Rose integrating uh, Jasheer Hardnett into your program, a newcomer to the program, and then putting him in a starter's role just a few games in. How do you think he's acclimated himself? Well, I, I'll tell you this, that I don't know if any point guard from junior college to his first year at Division One has faced the point guards that Jasheer's faced. Mm. I mean, my goodness, we played some really good scoring point guards. And Harding was one the other night against Weaver. That, and Colin Sexton. I mean, we've had some guys in here. And, and that's where I feel like he's really been uh, a perfect fit, his ability to get the ball stopped, get it under control. I think his offensive part of his game is something that just is going to continue to grow. And and then the addition of uh, of McKay, you know, will will uh, will help all of us. But it'll 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 help Jasheer because it'll be able to give him a break sometimes of not actually having to have that toughest, quickest, you know, most explosive offensive player. And uh, and I just think we can all grow from that. Well, hopefully uh, your family's watching the show tonight. Uh, you can get it all around the country. Uh, how often are you going to see your your, your family uh, coming from uh, from home uh, out to Provo to watch you play a game or two? They'll be here a couple of times. I think maybe two or three. Yeah, they want to come. We playing get some hard things so they can see some going on. Come for a Gonzaga game. Yeah, yeah. Gonzaga, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, they're following your your path so far here at BYU. What's their reaction been to how things have gone so far? Oh, they're, they're fine. Um, 
they're just more like happy that I, I, I didn't came this far pretty much, you know. Um, I grew up in a single parent home, you know, uh, two older brothers and younger sisters, so it was kind of a rough neighborhood, so it was kind of like you can get involved in anything. So my mom is kind of proud of me for, you know, not letting stuff get to me and I'm able to be here. Are you happy this is where the path has taken you? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, happy to be, we're happy to have you. I know that. Uh, a weekly feature of our show, Jashir, is when we get to know our special guests better through the people who currently know the player best, and that's his teammates. And here now are Jashir's fellow Cougars with what we will call a, a personality scouting report. Let's go. Jashir is, well, let me start by saying he won't stop talking. He's always talking. He's always got something to say. He's not very talkative until you really get to know him, and then you can't shut him up. He can make you laugh, that's for sure. There's a lot of nicknames that go around about him. Um, him and Elijah kind of have this, like, nickname off. They get each other a nickname, like, every other day. Bugs Life is a nickname that's kind of been going around. Because his hair kind of looks like an antenna. So I think the best movie he'd be in was would be Bugs Life. He could replace Flick in an instant. It's kind of like having a little brother. You like you know, <laughs> like to pick on him, pick on him, and then try to get him to fire back. It's it's fun having him around. I think he has um, some potential as a rapper and as a dancer as well. Maybe a little bit of rapping. He's got a little bit in him, but not as good as me. Like that guy is confidence through the roof when it comes to competitions. He comes into every single game, and he'll tell you, "I'm going to go off this game." And then in the first half, you'll see him go off that game. He just takes it upon himself to be the best player he can be. To just think where where he was when we started in the summer, where he is now, uh, and to just think about where he's going to be a year from now, I think that Jasheer has a bright, bright future. Well, uh, do they have a, a pretty good read on you? Yeah, they did. They broke me down. <laughs> uh, and, and for some reason, they think you're a talkative sort. Yeah, I have my moments. <laughs> yeah, when I get going, I'm going. Is that true, Coach? <laughs> yeah, not at, not at breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Still too early in the day. Yeah, lunch and yeah. dinner. Yeah, <laughs> you get going pretty good. How about on, on, on the court? Have you been much of a talker that way with opponents or that kind of thing? Or you like um, to let your game do your talking? Uh, yeah, I let the game do talk. I really don't, you know, sit there and talk. Well, our first segment with Josh Shearer is in the books. We've got more with him coming up with some Q&A from our Cougar Nation. Fans, whether you're sitting in the stands at the game or wrapped up on the sofa watching from home, Minky Couture is the best blanket ever and the best gift ever. Learn more at softminkyblankets.com. More with Josh Shearer Hardnett coming up. When we come back, we'll go to our live audience and social media and ask him your questions on BYU basketball with Dave Rose. Let's see now how some former Cougars are faring in this week's Cougars in the Pros segment. Jimmer Fredette and Kyle Collinsworth with uh, big weeks. He's getting a double-double on opposite sides of the world. Jimmer had another 50 spots. And uh, Charles Abubo is playing in France right now. You see Eric Mika playing in Italy. And Brandon Davies maybe hooking up in the same league with the Ball Brothers. Who knows out there in uh, Lithuania. All right. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. Time now for Cougar Nation to... Play some one-on-one, if you will, with Joshier Hardnet, this week's guest. And our first question uh, comes from uh, the land of Twitter, and it comes from at TannerLewis11. Tanner asks, what have people told you, Joshier, about the BYU-Utah rivalry? Oh, no, it's just real competitive. Um, It's two of the best teams in the state. And, you know, somebody got to come out with a win. (laughs) So that's all. You looking forward to Saturday? Uh, Yeah, I am definitely What's uh, what comes close to it of something you've had in the past rivalry wise? Um, just high school, yeah. uh, high school rivalry down the street. So yeah, that's probably it. Okay. Uh, question two coming from at Coach Wilk three. This is for Jashir. How has the adjustment to the cold weather been for you? 
<sighs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in it right now. It's like 20 every morning, right? Yeah, I wake up and just be frustrated a little bit walking. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that tell it all, me being frustrated. <laughs> all right. Uh, at Ryband3, with our third Twitter question for Jashir, uh, being new to the Cougar traditions from an outsider's perspective coming in, uh, which uniforms are the favorite of the ones you've worn so far? I'm actually like the royal ones we wore against Utah State. Up in Logan. Yeah, I actually like those the best now. I actually kind of thought that's my favorite uniform this year, too. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, yeah we got another one. We'll bring that out later, oh, too. Okay. So. okay. But that royal look was pretty sharp. Yeah, Do you I like that one up at Utah State? I like it. Okay. Uh, good job with the Twitter questions. Thanks, folks. We've now arrived at the uh, game show portion of our show. Uh, it's time for the quiz sensation, Sweeping Cougar Nation. It's ten questions. Uh, some of these questions have an actual correct answer. And some of the answers are correct no matter what Josh here says. Okay, we try and do it that way. Let's take a look at our current uh, 10 questions standings leaderboard. Uh, just two players so far. Uh, Luke's out in front, and TJ was uh, 5 for 10 last week. So we'll see where Josh here ends up here in a matter of minutes. All right, question number one. Against which team did you get your first regular season start at BYU? You want me to give you a clue? Yeah, can I get the clue? A purple team. Niagara. Niagara. Yeah. Okay, we're going to give that to him. Absolutely, just a small hint, but he got it. Niagara. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Where's the bell? We get the bell? We got Okay, we got the bell. All right. Uh, number, number two. Question number two. This American actor starred in the movies Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down, and Sin City and has a name that kind of sounds like yours. Oh, uh. This. I don't know. He doesn't know. It's <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Oh, wow. There's an actor named Josh Hartnett. Now oh, you know. I have to think it. Somebody at some point, somebody at some point in his life might have said, they sound like Josh Hartnett, the actor. It, it apparently didn't happen. All right, Josh Hartnett. Sounds like Josh your Hartnett yeah, a does. little bit. A little bit. All right, question number three. You're back on track. What was your first regular season made basket as a BYU Cougar? Was it A, a free throw? B, a two-point field goal, or C, a three-point field goal? A free throw. It was a free throw. Yes, indeed. Mississippi Valley State. Question four. You've taken 14 free throws this season. How many have you made? 13. (laughs) Including 12 in a row. Don't mention streaks. Uh, (laughs) As a high school junior, you led Gulfport to the Mississippi Class 6A State Championship, which team did you beat for the title? Grenada High. <laughs> yep. In which of the five New York City boroughs is Fordham University located? Oh, uh, you got Manhattan, you got Brooklyn, you got Bronx. There you go. <laughs> Harrison County, Mississippi has two county seats. One of the two county seat cities is Gulfport. What's the other city? Biloxi. There you go. He's on a bit of a roll right now. Uh, Number eight. Which of your teammates is from Wisconsin? Luke. Luke Worthington is our favorite cheesehead. Question number nine. Which of your teammates would you most trust to put together a locker room music playlist? Uh, Elijah. Yeah, maybe Elijah. Here we go. (laughs) Bonus question, who would you least trust? 
Paid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at question 10. Uh, as a high school and junior college player, you wore jersey number four, which, of course, is Nick Emery's number. So when you had to go to a different number, why jersey number zero? Uh, I mean, it was just a couple numbers, and I just was like, I'll take zero. <laughs> there it is. All right, let me give that to you. All right, that's 10 questions. Let's, uh, we, we have leaderboard standings updated for this one. It felt like Joshua did really well uh, on this one. Where, where, where does he stand? Oh, to the top. Look at that. We have a new leader. Josh Heer, congratulations to you. Well done. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Good stuff. Josh Heer, Hartnett, everybody. Taking off. All right. Later. Uh, After the break, your questions for the Cougars head coach, Dave Rose, from the audience and Twitter. This is BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. Seven-second shot clock. Down to six, down to five. Baker drives, blocked from behind, and the Cougars come away with it. That's our exciting play of the game, presented by Nissan, a proud partner of the BYU Cougars. Nissan, innovation, that excites. I got excited on that play. Coach Rose, I kind of sealed the deal for you against Weber State. Uh, Yoli, uh, Eli does his job, and then Yoli makes a great play. Yeah, we had a tough time guarding that mid-third ball screen uh, in the middle of the floor, and for most of the game, that's where Harding uh, scored most of his points. But uh, on, on that play, Eli did a great job of, of getting over that screen and staying with them. And then Yo did a good job of, of helping and kind of staying with his guy so there wasn't a possibility for a roll. But then when he could see that he was going to block, uh, was going to shoot it, he jumped out there and blocked it without fouling, secured the ball, kept it in bounds. A lot of, a lot of really important things happened on that play. Absolutely. All right, time now for some head coach, a Q&A. We've got live audience and Twitter questions lined up, ready to roll. Let's start right here in the studio. We have Taylor Stewart at the mic. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Um, so a question for Coach Rose. Um, so with Utah coming to Provo this Saturday, do you prepare the team any differently for Utah as opposed to any other game? Well, I, I think there's uh, – everybody knows the importance of the game and and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really kind of more of an event than it is just a game because it lasts all, you know, year long. And the one we played two years ago actually lasts for two years, so you don't really know how long these are going to last. But uh, I think that, uh, you know, it's important to keep them really focused on, um, you know, the actual execution of the game, that the game plan, the things that you want to do because your emotions are really going to be high and you're going to tend to uh, – um, you know, really, you know, rely on your habits, on things that you're really familiar with. And so uh, we'll spend a lot of time, probably a little more time, you know, scouting individual guys. But I think that for the most part, uh, the week will, will seem pretty familiar until probably Friday. And then and Friday it'll get pretty emotional. I, I, that's usually how it goes. This is a long time. We, the longest we've ever had to prepare for a Utah game, we usually have a midweek game. But the way the schedule worked this week is that we – I've actually got an entire week, so we'll uh, we, get on them, see how we do. We would expect a full house on Saturday. I think so, yeah. I think that uh, there'll be enough interest from both teams that they'll fill that place up. Uh, Twitter question now for Coach Dave Rose. By the way, hashtag Rose Show for your questions. At CoogBlue123 asking, what has the highlight of the five-game win streak so far been for you? Well, I, I think that uh, you know the, the, the win at UMass is – is one that we'll always relate, you know, go back to because we really struggled and we didn't have a lot of time to prepare, and that was just a lot of grit and will and determination to get us back into that game. I think we did some things as coaches that, uh, you know, to make some adjustments that uh, I think gave all of us a little more confidence in our ability to kind of stretch this team a little bit. So uh, that's probably the one 
that uh, I look at as the, the, the one that kind of got this whole thing started. So, but every one of them have got their moments. I mean, we, we, we have had uh, uh, any, any win at Utah State. I've been here for a long time. You don't win a lot of games up there. That's yeah. a, a great crowd, especially for a BYU game. It's, it's always a, a special thing. So, and then, the, you know, the UVU win was big. They had a full house, the first one that they've had there. And since they've been a Division One team, and we were able to come out with a win there. So they all ring, you know, <laughs> as, a, as, as things that uh, are pretty pleasant, you know, to the – to an old coach like me, but uh, we'll look forward to another big one here this week. Let's not forget, uh, you guys were down 10 at the under 5 against yeah. UMass to come yeah, back we and were, win that. We were uh, right when I got on the bus and kind of checked my phone, I had two or three texts that told me I, I only had a 92.5% chance to win that. I mean, to. Yeah, you had an under 8% chance right. to win the game at that point. Yeah, right. by, by the numbers. By the yeah, numbers. Yeah. And when the, the guy hit a 3 and put him up 10 or whatever it was. Yeah. So. That is only falls behind the 98% chance we had to lose when we played at Gonzaga last year. And, and won that at 2%. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, numbers. Uh, back to studio. We have Walter Peterson at the mic. Walter, you're on with Coach. Hey, Coach. So I was just wondering, what is, like, the hardest thing you have in recruiting players to BYU? Um, well, I, I don't know if it's, if it's hard. Everyone's got a challenge, you know. Uh, no matter where you're at, you're, you're at, you've got to find your niche and where you're going to get your players and how they're going to come. I, I think that the hardest thing uh, in the process of recruiting is trying to find out when they're all going to play, where they're going to fit. You know, we got guys come for a year and go on a mission. Guys go straight on a mission and come home. Guys go out on a mission, stay a year, come home. Guys go out, say they're going to play their whole career, go play two years and then go on a mission. I mean, it's, it, that's probably the most difficult thing. And, and uh, you know, you want to give – Every, you know, all the guys a chance, especially the guys that are committed to come here. And that's really been my number one concern and goal all the way through is that every, every player who's played here and then decided to go on a mission, that when they come home they have a scholarship. And every player who committed here and goes on their mission, that when they come home that they have a scholarship. And that's, that's pretty difficult. But uh, to date we've been able to manage every one of them, and hopefully we can continue to do that. Some years your spreadsheet looks pretty tidy, and some years a lot of scribbles yeah, on it. It's a, it's a lot of, uh, um, you know, just trying to – the, the, the hardest thing, you just, you just think of 13 players, but you still have to have so many guards and so many forwards and so many big guys on your team. And so to juggle all those things with all those challenges, that's probably the hardest part. All right, thanks for the question. We are heading to break, and more Dave Rose Q&A is coming up after this break. This is, once again, BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. More after this from Studio C. BYU Basketball with Dave Rose is brought to you in part by Nissan. Innovation that excites. It is our final Q&A segment with Coach Dave Rose. Use the hashtag Rose Show to get a question in for the coach. We also have questions from our studio audience. Speaking of which, we've got Jimmy Benelli at the mic. Hey, Jimmy. Coach, what has uh, Coach Scheuer brought to the team this year? Well, you know, Heath is, uh, is, is really a good basketball coach, and so you just bring a lot of knowledge. Um, but he's, uh, he's a pretty high-energy guy, uh, probably to say the least, and so I think he's brought a, a lot of kind of energy to our team and focus. I, I, I just uh, I love having him on the staff. He's a guy who uh, is a, is a twenty four seven basketball coach, and uh, we you know we try to have conversations as a staff about other things, and he always kind of 
brings us right back to uh, you know the basketball world. So uh, that's a good thing. And, and uh, there's, I think the the credibility that he has with our players immediately when he came in is something that is is usually a little more difficult to develop. But uh, you know, his credibility was established from day one. And so uh, those are all things that have really helped our program. You know, I don't even notice it when I'm calling the game, but others do. They'll say, who's the guy yelling on your courtside mic? I'll go, oh, that's, that's Heath. And, then that, and, that, and I remember that when he was yelling on Cleve's courtside. You know, <laughs> when we, the, uh, the, that was one of the things that we, we, we laughed at a lot was we'd, we'd watch film together, you know, this years and years ago, and we'd turn the mic up, and we knew everything that was going on because Heath was just, you know, yeah. yelling it. And at that time, we didn't have very many fans at, in the arena, you could it echoed off, of, so you hear him heard him say it about three times. He's like our third man in the booth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, this is from a Twitter question for Coach from at DRC for BYU. How much conversation can a player safely have with an official about a foul call or a no call? What kinds of things are typically said uh, by both sides? Well, I, I think you can have conversation with the official, but not at the, at that at the time of the call. That's the issue, and I, I, I hopefully our guys can get away from that. You know, I was watching a high school game this week, and one thing I, I mentioned, Cheryl and I were sitting there, and I said, you know, this thing has really developed into where uh, there's always been a player or two on every team who thinks he never fouls and has always kind of got something for the refs. But it's really increased. There's about five players on the court for both teams. When they foul, they don't think they foul. That's a lot of guys. That's a lot of guys, yeah. and that means the referees are – wrong a lot if the, the you know if the, if the guys are actually right but uh, hopefully the times that you talk to the officials are maybe a play later or two plays later or you know you're at half court free throws being shot and the ref standing right there and you can ask him a question about the call and usually most officials are, are pretty good about discussing it they don't want to talk about it when it happened immediately and hopefully our guys can can realize that okay good insight let's go back to our studio mike and Jana dumas hello Jana. hi Coach, do you get on the court with the guys during practice? Yeah, I get on the court and then I get off when they start running up and down. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, I used to play with my my guys years ago, and uh, when I was at junior college, and um, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm I, I turn sixty next week, and I want to actually see seventy, so I'll just stay on the side. And sometimes I, you know, it's funny because I'll be out there and I'll I'll be focused on something, and then some guy will smack run right into me and. <laughs> I go. What in the world are you doing? You know, <laughs> but I'm the guy who shouldn't be out there. You know, I mean, he's the guy that should be going. So I try to stay off the court most of the time. Uh, spoiler alert: birthday yeah. show next week. By the way, <laughs> uh, we are back after this. Closing comments from the coach. This is BYU basketball with Dave Rose. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Dave Rose, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Broadcast info for this week, BYU hosting Utah. It's uh, an 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern tip on ESPN2. So on radio, BYU Sports Network will start radio pregame coverage at 10 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock in the mountains. We're back on our final segment for Coach Dave Rose, and we'll get a Twitter question in before your closing comments. It comes from at Texan Parker. Question for you, Dave. Which southern foods do you miss most and wish had a stronger presence here in Utah? Whoa. That's that's a good question. I've, I've I've always been a real barbecue guy, but we've got quite a few yeah, good, really yeah. good barbecue here in, uh, uh, in you know right in Utah County and in, in Provo. So, um, I, you know, I, I don't I don't really that that's a good question. Maybe fried chicken. I, I love fried chicken, and uh, they do it a lot of different ways down there. And so that's what I'd say. 
Okay, on barbecue, just a shout out to Bam Bam's real quick. Yeah. Good job. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for a series with a lot of history, uh, we talked about this earlier. Uh, BYU and Utah have almost zero history when it comes to the actual players, which is kind of a weird thing. So no one can really rely on previous experiences against one another. That'll bring kind of a unique vibe to the fact that also uh, none of them have played in your building before and they don't know what a full house is like down here. It's kind of, kind of uh, unique. Yeah, but, I, you know, the, the game, it, it'll feel, you know. The game's uh, the game? The game. As, yeah. as you, you get in it and. And, you know, in, in some ways it might be good that, 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 that there is not a lot of history because we've had some, you know, really kind of interesting, uh, you know, games the last couple of years. And, and hopefully we just play, you know, and the guys get after each other and, and uh, officials are, um, you know, get the game under control. It, it's, it's, it, it always tends to be a little bit more physical in these rivalry games. And, and hopefully uh, we can play the, the, the game, you know, how it's put together and, and the team who plays the best on that, that, that night wins. And, uh, you know, I think our guys are excited to play. It, it, it does feel a little different right now because there's, there's not a lot of conversation back and forth about the last game we played or this thing. But uh, it won't take long once the ball's thrown up and tipped. And we'll get after each other pretty good. It'll be fun. We have 90 seconds left. I read some, some comments from Coach Chris Kobiak today saying that, uh, and Nick won't be with you this year, obviously, but that, that Nick reached out to, to Larry in the offseason. They had a good exchange just to kind of put to bed whatever, whatever went on uh, before. And I think it sounds like both sides kind of feel good about where things are headed. Yeah, I, and I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's really, it's just unique the way that, uh, you know, the situation kind of turned out. I'm, I'm glad that I think that you know Larry will admit to you still to this, you know, that he's not really a fan of the series and doesn't want really like the series, and uh, but has decided to play it because of other circumstances. And so, hopefully, you know the, that that won't have any effect on the game, and that we can just go out and play the game and and uh, let our fans uh, in the state of Utah appreciate you know a rivalry that's been going on for over 100 years. We look forward to Saturday night. Uh, Coach, best of luck against the Utes. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. And keep this win streak going to six on the weekend. Guys, we'd love to have you here in Studio C for next week's show, birthday show. God, to request seats, go to byucougars.com slash Rose Show next Monday or Tuesday to reserve a spot in next Tuesday night's audience. So we'll talk to you next Tuesday. It'll be 8 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain, right here at Studio C. For Josh Shear Hardnet and Head Coach Dave Rose, I'm Greg Rubel. And this has been BYU Basketball with Dave Rose, live from Studio C. We'll talk to you next Tuesday night. Good night and so long from Provo.